Welcome to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We are your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber, and it is Fabulous Friday. Fabulous. I was waiting on you to chime in there, but you didn't come on in there, so I had to put it in there. And it's going to be a fabulous day. And I want to take a minute because of, uh, I just want to say thank you to all of you who have reached out the last few days uh, and and thanked and wished me a happy birthday this past Monday or Sunday was my birthday. And I've gotten so many cards and texts and gifts, and I have felt like a blessed woman. And so I would be amiss if I did not say thank you so much for making me feel so loved and so honored. But today we're going to continue on our study with faith that prevails, a verb that describes a verb. Action, action, action. Action to action. (laughs) (laughs) And it is believing in the Lord. It's believing in what he says. It's putting our faith, uh, as we talked about also out of Hebrews 12, I think it is, faith toward God is directional. And that's where we lose it sometimes because we direct our faith somewhere else. But, you know, just before we started the podcast and you were reading over that scripture there in James, I I think that would be a great thing to lead in today's podcast. Yeah, it's a long read, but I do want to take a minute and look at it. If you look in uh, last podcast, we looked at James one twenty two through 25 that talks about that we can't just be hearers of the word, but we've got to be doers also of it for it to work in our lives. And and it leads it really into this in James in chapter 2 out of the Message Bible. And I, it's a long read, but he says a lot of things we want to say here. And I, I just think it's worth the time to do that. But let me take off on this and, and pay attention here. It says, Dear friends, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if you learn all the right words but never do anything. Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? For instance, you come upon an old friend dressed in rags and half-starved and say, Good morning, friend. Be clothed in Christ. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And walk off providing so much as a coat or a cup of soup. Where does that get you? Isn't it obvious that God talk without God acts is outrageous nonsense? I can already hear one of you agreeing by saying, sounds good. You take care of the faith department and I'll handle the works department. Well, not so fast. You can no more show me your works apart from your faith than I can show you my faith apart from my works. Faith and works, works and faith fit together hand in glove. Do I hear you professing to believe in the one and only God, but then observe you, uh, uh, excuse me, to observe you complacently sitting back as if you had done something wonderful. That's just great. Demons do that, but what good does it do them? Use your heads. Do you suppose for a minute that you can cut faith and works in two and not end up with a corpse on your hands? Was it our ancestor Abraham made right with God by works when he placed his son Isaac on the sacrificial altar? Isn't it obvious that faith and works are yoke partners, that faith expresses itself in works, that the works are works of faith? The full meaning of believe in the scripture sentence, Abraham believed God and was set right with God, includes his action. Is that mesh of believing and acting that got Abraham named God's friend? 
Is it not evident that a person is made right with God, not by bearing faith, but by faith fruitful in works? The same with Rahab, the Jericho harlot. Was it her action in hiding God's spies and helping them escape? That seamless unity of believing and doing what counted with God? The very moment you separate body and spirit, you end up with a corpse. Separate faith and works, and you'll get the same thing, a corpse. <laughs> King good. James Version reads, says, faith without works is dead. dead. <laughs> right. So there's got to be an action. When we talk about faith, there's going to be an action that's manifested from our parts uh, us doing our part and what we walk in in believing what God has said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just in reading all of this, we, all of the things that you were saying there in that scripture about, you know, seeing somebody that's clothed in rags and they're half starved, to me, all right, so we've said that faith that prevails is an expression of the fruit of the Spirit, which is love. How do we express love? And when you see somebody that is in need, your faith kicks in and it kicks into doing the faith works. In other words, what's that old saying? What would Jesus do if he saw somebody in rags and somebody starving? What's he going to do? He's going to put his love in action. That's right. And he's going to do that by having the faith that this is a work of the Father. Yeah, and sometimes... Sometimes we try to make excuse for ourselves in situations like that. And listen, it's not how big a stuff you do. No. Mm-mm. It's, you know, uh, the Lord don't ask you to go beyond, you know, what you're able to do. He's not going to put you in a place of poverty to try to, you know, to do something for someone else. But there is a part we can all do something. Yes. You know, I could, could I, my, it just jumped in my spirit. That's back like with the sacrifice, the sacrificial system they used to have in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. That's why they had that bulls and goats and rams and turtle doves because all of those had to do with the economy and it had to do with where the people were in their lives. The rich could get a bull and offer it as a sacrifice. But even those that were the poorest among the yes. people could get a turtle dove they could get and something offer it to because offer. they could offer something to God. Yes. That's all God wants us to do. It's it's something that's birthed out of your heart. If you want to help someone, if you want to do something, and it's an act of faith for you, uh, listen, the person that, that tithes 10%, mm-hmm. if they tithe on a million dollars and another person tithes on a $100, uh, if you tithe 10%, you both gave the same thing. Amen. You know? Yeah. I mean, so there's ways you just looking at things like that, but... If it's in your heart to do something, God will give the you the ability to use what's in your hand. Well, I love what part, you have available. Yeah, and I love what you said there. Uh, that one part that it says, "I can show you my faith apart from my works. Faith and works, and works and faith fit together hand in glove." That's right. They go together. It's a it's a great it's a great combination, isn't it? Yes, it is. What is that? Uh, what was it? Um, uh, Forrest Gump said, "That's like peas and carrots." We go, <laughs> hey, and look, yeah, they get, it goes together like peas and carrots. So faith and works goes together, makes makes it good. <laughs> so I, you're rubbing off on me. I'm having movies now. At least it's not Looney Tunes yet. But well, give it time. Give it time. <laughs> hey, listen, we want to thank you all for tuning in with us this week. With once again, we're not sure if it's a comedy show or a, a lesson in the Lord, but maybe it's a little bit of both. 
But we're going to continue on next week. We still have a whole lot more we want to share with you about this faith that prevails. So have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Tune back in with us on Monday. God bless you.